Imagine this. You're having breakfast and you're talking to your spouse about a loved one who's no longer with you. It happens. Something sparks a memory. And then all of a sudden, your home smart speaker responds and says, hey, I'm here. Okay, how would you react to that? Or what about this scenario? You're having a conversation about something very specific. Anvils, to be exact. I mean, who the heck talks about anvils? Have you ever Google searched an anvil? Not me. Suddenly you open your smartphone and what do you find? Oh, yes, ads for anvils. Is this just a coinky-dinky or is there more to the story? Are the advertiser networks, is somebody else listening to your conversation? And also on tap for today's podcast, a small business owner who wants to know how he can make his business more visible using social media. Well, good luck with that. It's a tough one, but we have some answers. Stay right where you are because in this Commando On Demand podcast, you're going to hear about the nitty gritty details of these smart devices that seemingly are listening all the time. Oh, and there's one more thing you don't want to miss. I'm going to give you the inside scoop on how and why you should keep your wireless network hidden from your neighbors. I'm Kim Commando. And this special Commando On Demand podcast, it's not the Kim Commando show. That's three hours. What we're trying to do with this Commando On Demand podcast is to give you just some snippets, some highlights that will encourage you to listen to all three hours of the Kim Commando show on your local radio station or get the Kim Commando show podcast. And when you sign up for the Kim Commando show podcast, which is not Commando On Demand, I know it gets so confusing, you get the entire show every single weekend for about $3 a month. So it works out to be a dollar an hour. Whoa. I mean, where else can you get that type of entertainment and know-how? So whether you want to get the podcast or you just want to, I don't know, help us support everything that we do, head over to getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. And if you are listening to this podcast, be sure that you use promo code podcast, because when you do, you have a very special offer. I know. We love you guys and gals. That's getkim.com. And you want to use promo code podcast. All right, let's get this party started already. We all have people who we've lost, right? We miss them. We think about them. Every once in a while, maybe you see something, it just sparks a memory. Michael in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, recently called the show because, well, he had a strange experience with his Alexa. And he thinks that, well, maybe the message that he got from Alexa was actually sent from heaven. Before we speak with Michael, we have to take a quick moment to thank our partners in this podcast because they help make it possible. The phone lines are open. one 825 Once again is the way to join us. And of course, there's Andrew Babinski at the Kim Commando Show, Man Cave, who is sporting his Cardinals cap today. Yes, I am. I'm wearing my Cardinals hat. There's a good reason, though. Why? It's Mike's fault. So we have Michael in uh, Highland Ranch, Colorado. Yes. He, like many Americans, has an Alexa. Yes. His or uh, Google Home, whatever, one of the smart speakers. And he was having dinner, uh, breakfast with his wife, sitting near the smart speaker when he made a statement. I'm just going to read it to you. It's weird to think that my dad has been gone now for a year and a half. And after that, with no trigger word, Alexa responded, and it was kind of eerie. You know... You are totally Google Home. Absolutely. Okay. Has that ever happened to you with Google? One time. We heard one time we heard a sound. The, the speaker like makes the speaker noise mm-hmm. and turns on, and it sounded like a distant conversation between two women, and then it cut off. 
Could you tell what they were saying? No, but it was it was in the it was like, wah, 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 like Charlie Brown's teachers. <laughs> yeah. wah, 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 wah. But it went for maybe 10, 15 seconds and then it shut off. That's the only time. The only time with anything creepy. Well, you know, Alexa has Oh, and then up- my Google Home killed my dog. But otherwise, nothing Wait, else. What? Whoa. Yeah. What, what happened? Just normal stuff. Wait, your Google Home <laughs> I was just killed your dog? I'm like... You know what? Because if you couldn't, I, I know how much you love your pets. Oh, yeah. You yeah. could never say that with a smile on your face. No, absolutely not. No. Um, but, but this is really creepy. You got to get to Michael. Okay. So, Michael, what happened? Well, uh, my wife and I were at breakfast a couple months ago on a Saturday morning, and I was thinking about my dad who had passed uh, in the fall of 2017. And I just said out loud at breakfast, it's weird that my dad's been gone a year and a half now. And then maybe two seconds later, Alexa speaks into the silence, clear as a bell, says, I am right here. (laughs) And my wife and I look at each other just wide-eyed and couldn't believe that that happened. It was kind of a shocking moment, really. And I went to, uh, and I thought... Doesn't, don't they have an app I can look at and right. see what the tra- what was said, right? So I found it and went back to it, and indeed it was there. And it had it actually had a recording of what I said and what it responded. And it caught part of my thing. It, it, start, it's, it said, uh, sweird, you know, it's been a year and a half. And, and it shows its response, which was, I am right here. And it, it, it said, go ahead. But I was going to say, I don't hear Alexa in that. You you don't, right. So I'm going, huh? And, and it shows what it thought I said. It has recording in it. And what it thought I said was, Alexa, are you? Oh. Like I didn't finish my sentence. And she was saying, I am right here. Oh. Um, and so I tried that. I, I tried. I just said clearly, Alexa, are you? And she came back and said, I am right here. <laughs> and I tried that several times. And I listened to my recording and how it got Alexa, are you from that phrase? I said, I, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so do you think that was your dad? Mm, it was Alexa's voice, right? Um, my dad was not particularly a spiritual guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I never thought that. Um, but it does make you kind of go, what the heck? Well, what was that? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it it does, uh, it it does make you kind of think in places where you probably normally wouldn't think, right? I mean, your mind may not necessarily go down that. I mean, um, my father passed away as well. And, uh, years ago I looked out my kitchen window and I swore I saw him standing there. I mean, just like just like clear as day and uh my husband looked at me and he said are you okay and i'm like oh yeah everything's fine then later he's like are you okay i said well i didn't really want to tell you because i thought that you'd think i was crazy but i really i swear i saw my dad out the window i mean you know so so, you know it it depends upon you know what your belief system is and and you know do i believe that i saw actually i mean you know you can believe whatever you want right um Mm -hmm. but with alexa I have also noticed that she picks up things, and I'm glad that you so astutely looked at the app, because if you have an Amazon Echo, you can look at the app and you can see what's been recorded all about you. 
uh, is that when you start hearing and you start seeing things that may not necessarily directly relate to her, but it's actually being sent up to Amazon's computers. Here, we have a sample of one that was on my uh, my Alexa app. All right, so I haven't had a chance to review the entire letter of intent, but, you know, I only... Okay, so what I said is I haven't had a chance to read the entire letter of intent. Right. Okay. I don't hear Alexa in that. No. Okay. No. So why did she answer that, and why did she pick that up? And actually, she didn't even respond to that. That was just on the recordings. But okay. but, but it is fascinating. I'm really glad you called in because a lot of people are totally yeah. freaked out about the Echo. Where are these recordings even if you delete them, news out this past week that even if you delete them, that they're not necessarily deleted from Amazon servers after all. And it does become a bit of a privacy invasion and intrusion. And so after uh, much deliberation, I actually boxed up my Amazon Echo and I threw it in the garage. She's unplugged. Sorry. Hey, thank you so much for your call today. What an interesting story. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happening to you. I was speaking to my family about going on vacation to Patagonia because I wanted to hike the mountains there, and I've never even Google searched that. Suddenly, I go on my computer, and what do I see? Ads for hiking in Patagonia. Well, Jim in Ellensburg, Washington, called me after he experienced something on his smartphone that left him wondering if his phone was actually super smart or was it just super sneaky. Back to the phones we go with Jim in Ellensburg, Washington. Hi, Jim. Well, hello, Kim. I, uh, well, I've listened to you for years and never thought I'd have a chance to talk to you, but thank you for making it happen. Oh, so, you betcha. What's going on, sir? Good. Well, I want to share an experience I had uh, a few months back. Um, and I thought it would be good for, for people to, for your listeners to, to be able to hear it. Um, my brother and I were having a cell phone conversation, and uh, the topic turned to his uh, retirement. And um, he was talking about maybe wanting to do blacksmith work, metal work, and such. And that led us into anvils. So we started talking about anvils, started talking about different sizes and things. Which, which is a, a very unique conversation, by the way. I mean, it's not like Andrew and I, hey, Andrew, have we ever talked about <laughs> <Yeah>. anvils? <laughs> well, today. Yeah, today. Yeah, no, not today, but I mean, it's specific. come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it has come up. When, ever, in the last 15 years, not. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, so you guys are having a, a stimulating, engaging conversation about anvils. Yeah, it's about as best as it gets for us. But anyway, we were we were discussing, discussing the metalworking and such, and, um, you know, the conversation was over, and we went about our way. Uh, the next morning, like I normally do, I I go to the Internet and I look at the Weather Channel to see what the day has in store for me. And while it was loading, uh, up pops these eBay ads for anvils. Because I, I get those I, I get those all the time. Andrew, do you get those? Well, it's because we're always talking about yeah, them. So I'm probably, you know what, I bet you the next time I go... <laughs> On my on my web browser, I'm going to have ads once again for anvils. That begs the question: How much does an anvil cost? <laughs> I don't know. Anvils are very expensive. I've never anvil shopped. How yeah, much? No, they're they're very expensive. <laughs> how much are they? 
Well, I saw one for uh, four to $500 and then another one for like 800 It depends on the size. There's all different types of sizes and, you know, ages. And then, of course, you get into the collectors and that, and that just things all together. But um, anyway, okay, so, so this happens. Now, I did not go on the Internet. I did not go to check to see about anvils. I, uh, you know, that's my brother's thing. I didn't really have any interest in doing that. And and I was just floored. I thought, wow, this came through a voice conversation. This wasn't connected to the Internet. Well, you well, know what happens? You had your phone out. Well, I did. And I was sitting at the computer while I was uh, while I was talking to my brother. And my friends have said, well, you know, you must have just kind of forgotten. And while you were talking with him, you were, you know, scanning the Internet. Now, let me, tell you, let me tell you what's going on. Is that on your phone, you have some app that the microphone's turned on. And when you installed an app, you know, I'm sure you're like many of us, is that when we install an app, we read the pages and pages and pages of terms and conditions. <laughs> You're like, what did she just say? I've never read that. Um, and somewhere in those terms and conditions, you may have given that particular app access, especially if you were logged into Facebook. That may also be tied to it. Now, Facebook has said, oh, no, we're never listening. I don't believe them. I would never believe them. Um, so what you can do is look in your settings in your app preferences to see which apps actually have access to your Microphone. They also may have access to your camera. See, so what's happening is that there's this whole dossier with your unique number. See, every phone has a unique ID that's tied now to your personal profile, that's tied to everything that you see on the Internet, that could be tied to your social media profiles. So everything's all interconnected. So that's why when you were talking about it, somehow it got picked up by the microphone using an app. You went to your computer. When you went to your computer, they said, oh, Wait, this is Jim in Ellensburg, Washington. We need to show him ads because he was just looking for this. Bingo, bango, there it goes. So we've got some tips over at commando.com that will teach you how to step-by-step look at all those preferences and then turn off the microphone so they're not listening. Okay, what do you think about the message that Alexa had for Michael or even crazier, the Anvil ads on Jim's smartphone? Has anything ever happened like that to you? I want to hear your feedback. Track me down on social media where you can leave your comments and opinions at twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Of course, I'm on Instagram. That's instagram.com slash Kim Commando. And I know you're super smart because guess where you can find me on Facebook? That's facebook.com slash Kim Commando. As a small business owner, helping others get their business up and going is one of the ways that I really like to pay it forward. And in this phone call, I speak with a small business owner in Columbia, South Carolina, He's got a pretty common question. He wants to know how to use social media to build his business. All right, before you start laughing and we get to all of that, we've got to take a quick break to thank our partners in this podcast, Captera.com slash Kim, because they help make this podcast possible. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. 
These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Billy in Columbia, South Carolina. Hi there, Billy. Hi, Kim. Uh, what a pleasure it is to speak with you. Well, First thank time you. caller, I listen to you all the time. Uh, just love your show. It's kind of odd for me to be calling at this time. I, I normally don't do this, obviously, but uh, I was curious to get your take on, for a small entrepreneur like myself, employ about 10 people. Okay. We don't have a retail store. We just manufacture, and we're trying to find the best way to get out there in the digital media world and marketing. Everybody promises you all kinds of things. Yeah, they just, do. There's all kinds of... I guess I'm just tired of the trial and error um, method. And uh, is there any certain things that we can look for that you maybe can advise myself and just as a template to small companies like ourselves who really can't afford an internal uh, social uh, media marketing arm, right? I mean, a strategist, right? We need a strategist in here to understand that world. I can tell you how to make custom championship rings or whatever we do here, but I can't really tell you how to get that out to everybody that what we do, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I'm not, there's no magical formula. I wish there were, cause if I, if I could have it, I would tell you and I'd be using it. I mean, to be quite frank. Okay. Sure. Um, you know, well, how about this? Maybe make my question more poignant. Um, like I hear different terminologies being thrown out there an influencer, like right. social media like, influencers. I, you know, yeah. Just the, the people that are on Instagram or, Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Well, see, if you had a social media influencer, let's just say because it's number she's number one in the world is let's say you take a Kardashian or Kylie Jenner or whatever it is. Okay. Right. For a million dollars for one post, she'll talk about your product. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know about you, but I don't have a million dollars to blow on the Kardashians. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, so that's where it gets back down into grassroots marketing, okay? And with 10 people, you're right, um, because every person that you have on your payroll is a really important person. Right. And everybody's doing a role, and there's nobody who can be the social media specialist, right? Correct. But you still need to do social media because that's the way of the world. And so, so if you're selling... Custom rings, I mean, you have to look at who is the audience and how can I tap into that audience? Um, and on Facebook, for example, you could buy uh, women who are, I don't know, women who maybe are, are women who like manage sports teams like a customer. Team moms, right? That's okay. Like a lot of our okay. Like you, right? So. Okay. All right. So you're looking for team moms. Okay. So, so you know, on Facebook, you could actually buy somebody who has checked the box, soccer mom. Okay. Mm, okay. Or team mother, and then you could tailor ads to them, and then you only pay when they click that ad. The same thing that you can do on Google. We're using Google AdWords and ad results. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, my concern is that if I throw you into Instagram and you post pictures every day and you do contests and things like that, you know, it's very difficult now because guess who owns Instagram? Well, Facebook. 
Okay, so right. so the days of being able to, I really believe the days of getting onto Instagram and being able to launch it and have 100,000 followers or what have you, I think it takes a lot more work than just any type of grassroots marketing. I think at this point, if you're trying to reach a targeted audience, let's figure out where they hang out and then let's target market ads towards them. And then also other places where they go, where they may buy. Um, you know, there are also websites like Sports Illustrated has one. And if you go to Capterra.com and if you look at team sports management sites, mm-hmm. a lot of soccer moms and and dads who are running teams for their kids and things like that, is that a lot of the team rosters and things have now gone online. And so if you could go online and target ads around them at these particular sites, see, you see what I'm doing? I'm like doing a micro focus. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so instead of like just throwing darts on the board and saying, okay, let's see what sticks. Okay. We're only going to throw four darts. They're going to be micro focused because we know who our customer is. And, gotcha. and of course, make sure that your site is listed with Google Shopping because that thing's on the up and up. And Google Shopping? Yeah, and Amazon Shopping too. You know, I thought it was interesting that recently I bought a, a collar for my dog and I wanted my phone number on the dog's collar. Yeah. So I went to the AKC website and I thought for sure I'd be able to buy one there. You know, they pointed me to Amazon.com and there I ordered a custom dog collar with my phone number on it. Wow. Which I thought was really fascinating that here at Amazon with third-party sellers, I can do custom stuff just like you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. So so until you can afford a – and a strategist, I'm telling you, they they can charge you 30 grand. Okay. But here's the problem. After you get the strategy, you need somebody to implement it. Right. Okay. And you sound like you're a little busy. All right. So so that's where I'm thinking, you know what, let's do some just basic marketing 101, email marketing, target marketing, really focused marketing. And then after that, you might be able to increase your sales that would allow you the flexibility to hire somebody who may be able to do this. And odds are they're going to be under the age of 30. Just letting you know right now, because they know all about social media, because let's face it, they've grown up on it. And thank you so much for your call. I hope it helped you out. Every week on the Kim Commando three-hour weekend show, we put together these insider secrets and tips so that this way you stay safe and secure and so does your family. So in this week's DIY security tip, you're going to learn why you want to keep your wireless network hidden from your neighbors. And I'm also going to tell you exactly how to do it right after this. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. 
At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, let's go ahead and do our DIY security tip of the week. And every week we put one of these together for you. And I don't know about you, but so many people just have not locked down their wireless network. And it came to my attention this past week when a friend of mine sent me a note and said, you know, I don't know what to do. The police are knocking at my door because one of my neighbors was doing kitty porn and now they were using my router. They're knocking on my door and it goes on and on. It's just a nightmare. So you need to lock down your wireless router and you don't want to have a broadcast signal well beyond your home's walls. It's not just for legal reasons, but also, you know, maybe you get the red Netflix logo and it's buffering, it's buffering because somebody else is on your network. So here's what you do. Number one, you're going to take a close look at your wireless network. You log in through a web browser with the provided IP address, which in most cases is it's, it's 192.168.11. Don't worry about it. We have links to this so you don't have to write anything down. And then we're going to walk you through how to change your routing settings and hide your network from view because you're going to improve your login. You're going to improve your network credentials. The visible name of your wireless network is called SSID. It can be generic right out of the box, but you want to change it to something creative. I know some folks will put like FBI surveillance van or something like that. If you want to, it's your choice. And then you're going to check your Wi-Fi encryption, WPA2. And if you see WPA2 PSKAES, that's the most secure encryption for today's modern routers. Then you can totally make your wireless network disappear. So that out of sight, out of mind. Because your router will broadcast the SSID, the name, automatically. This way it's easy for your devices to discover and connect to the network. But you can also change this under your wireless settings in the router's control panel. And don't freak out if you say, I don't even know how to do that. If you're not... We will tell you exactly how to get in there. And then we're going to tell you how to adapt to your now hidden wireless network, which that's a totally best case scenario. So in case you're wondering how to do this, well, look no further than the official homepage of the Kim Commando Show, which is, of course, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And once you're there, look for that button right at the top that says Show Picks. While we're talking about having this multimedia experience, I just want to remind you, you could go to youtube.com slash Kim Commando and you can find all kinds of DIY videos with step-by-step instructions to keep your digital know-how going. Now, aside from a national radio show, I'm in my second season of the Kim Commando television show that airs globally on Bloomberg Television every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. You can watch the latest full episode on your time by visiting commando.com slash TV. I hope you like these highlights from the Kim Commando show in this Commando On Demand episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for reading. And thanks for getting our free newsletters. And again, if you want to join Kim's Club, be sure to use promo code podcast over at getkim.com. That's getkim.com, promo code podcast.